What's going on, everybody? I just wanted to let you know real quick that the Hyperfocus Masterclass is officially live. We put a ton of time and energy into this project, and based on all the positive feedback so far that we've received from students, it's it's pretty awesome. Seriously, we're, we're really psyched on how it all turned out. If you're interested in learning all the habits, rituals, routines, systems, processes, frameworks, and more that you know helped me turn my ADHD into a superpower to get out of massive debt and build a $70 million real estate portfolio over the past 10 years, then you're definitely going to want to head over to beyondtheapex.com backslash hyperfocus and check it out. All right, let's get to the show. Yo, what's up, guys? So this morning, I got a DM on Instagram from a follower, and they were asking a question about drugs and prescription medications and if I've ever used them to help manage my ADHD. And this is a question I get quite frequently, and I've talked about it very briefly, I think, in previous episodes of this podcast. I think I've, I allude to it at times in pieces of my content, but I haven't, I haven't ever really gone like deep into the weeds about my experience with prescription medications for treating the symptoms of ADHD. So if you're listening to this and you have ADHD and you've been on medication before, you might resonate with pieces of this. If you are just coming to the realization that you have ADHD and now you're wondering, okay, maybe I should, should I pursue prescription medication? Would this help me? Um, will it make a difference? Then, you know, maybe my experience can, can shed a little bit of light on at least my side of it. And, and, um, maybe just give you another data point. And then if you don't have ADHD, but you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't, I don't have that. So what do I care about prescription drugs? Um, stick around because what I'm going to share with you at the end of this podcast is actually what I've discovered to be more effective for me personally in my life for developing clear thinking and like mental clarity is what we'll call that. Like getting rid of that mental fog. Um, and this is not just for people with ADHD, but I think we all experience this in a large part because we're doing something in our life on a day-to-day basis, which is causing that mental fog. I'm going to unpack what exactly that is. And I'm going to share with you what I, what I eliminated from my life that actually has had a profound impact on the quality of thoughts and the clarity of mind that I have, the energy levels that I have, and my ability to manage my ADHD symptoms, which you might not have ADHD, but everybody has ADHD-like symptoms, which is distractibility, overwhelm, um, impulsivity, all those things. And so stick around. This is going to be an interesting episode, I think, for, for everybody. Now to the question, have I ever done prescription drugs to treat my ADHD? The answer is yes. When I was diagnosed at six years old, the, the conclusion that they came to, the, the prognosis, was uh, they put me on Ritalin. And... Um, for the next 10 years, I would take two pills a day. I don't remember what the dosage was, um, but I would take it every morning. And then every afternoon, I'd have to go to the nurse's office in school and get, get my afternoon pill. Uh, the only times I was allowed to go off of my medication was during the summers when I would go visit my grandparents. They had a ranch out in Idaho. And um, my grandparents didn't really buy into the ADHD hullabaloo and they were like, you don't need the medication. You just go run, and get all your energy out here. And it was awesome. Like I loved my summers because I got to just go romp around the wilderness up in the mountains and ride horses and chase ducks and do all these fun things. And um, so, you know, in those in that environment, ADHD wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Now, when I was in school and I was back home and on the Ridlin. Life really sucked. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to like sugarcoat it. 
And for the longest time, I thought that was a result of just the medication, like what it was supposed to do, the reason why it was sucking so much for me. Uh, but it was only, I think, in recent years, actually, and looking back at the literature around prescription drugs, around Ritalin in specific, that I, I, I think um, I pieced together pretty clearly that I was not simply under the influence of the drug, but I was also experiencing some side effects associated with the with Ritalin. And um, like just to give a little bit of context to that, for me, Ritalin had a very, very powerful effect of um, making me feel lethargic, like physically exhausted all the time, and made me feel kind of trapped inside my body. What it would do is it would put me into a state of like, prolonged hyperfocus. And I've talked about how, how, how hyperfocus is, you know, one of my superpowers now because I can use it when I want and how I want. But on Ritalin, it was actually kind of horrifying because I couldn't, I couldn't snap out of it. And so I would find myself hyperfocusing really easily on really mundane things, just like staring at a wall. I could just like hyperfocus on the wall for hours. And I felt like a zombie. I felt really trapped inside my body and I didn't like how that felt. So when I was 16 years old, I was given the choice. I had, my parents got divorced. I moved in with my dad a couple of years later. He gave me the choice of going off of Ritalin. And, uh, and I did that. I said, I don't want to feel like this anymore. That does it. I feel trapped. Uh, I felt like a prisoner and so I went off of Ritalin and you know there was now a new problem which is that I still had ADHD. I had no way of managing those symptoms. I didn't have any of the the systems that I do now that would allow me to like get out of my own way. And so I've shared that story of how my 20s were really an exploration of how do I figure out my biology and make it so it's not just this weakness but it's also I can turn it into a superpower. And it took me a really long time to figure out how to do that. But um that was the last time I ever experimented with any kind of prescription medication for my ADHD. And so in the years since, I've I've thought about trying Adderall or trying one of the other substances. And I always come back to this deep-rooted fear that I have of feeling like I did when I was on Ritalin. And I'm not saying that that's a good reason to not experiment and try those things. But for me, it's been a strong enough deterrent that I've never gone back. And so... Over the last 24 years since I've been off that drug, um, I've just had to figure out other ways of managing my ADHD symptoms. Now for you, if you, you're you really struggling in life, I think medication can be very powerful. I think for a lot of people, um, it can have a, a advantageous effect. And so maybe experiment with it, you know, play with that. But I think you also need to build out the, the other things in your life, the environment controls, the system controls that will allow you to function even in the absence of the medication. I think the medication is only ever a supplement. I don't think it's the solution. It's not going to fix everything. I think you still need those other things, a lot of which we talk about on this podcast and the Hyperfocus Masterclass. If you're interested in learning about that, go to beyondtheapex.com backslash hyperfocus. That's literally all the systems and frameworks that I personally use um, to manage my ADHD and again, like it, this isn't just for people who have ADHD. We all struggle with ADHD like symptoms at times. So um, I think you need to build out those frameworks. Now, what I alluded to at the beginning of this episode is that there's something that we are all doing on a day to day basis. I think that's kind of poisoning our ability to focus and have mental clarity. And it exacerbates what they call ADHD like symptoms. Now, if you have ADHD, this in particular has been linked uh, very strongly to exacerbating the, the, um, the symptoms. And that is your diet, your nutrition. 
In specific, there are two things that we're consuming that are making it very, very likely that we're experiencing brain fog. One is sugar. Probably don't need to go too deep into that one. I don't think there's a lot of people out there who are gonna disagree anymore that sugar is just generally not a thing that we need to be consuming as much of. But the second one um, is gluten. And what's interesting about gluten is for many, many years, I'd heard about people like in the last decade, people becoming gluten intolerant and like became this big buzzword. And I just, foof, I just like blew it off and completely ignored it. Cause I was like, that just sounds like nonsense. Like people just making up things to, um, justify why they suck. <laughs> that's like, that's kind of what I, I assume. People are always looking for a thing to point to now about a year ago. Um, I came across a study that was linking ADHD symptoms and the, the magnification of those symptoms and gluten. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting actually. And so I did an experiment about a year ago where we cut gluten entirely out of my diet and I shit you not, it was like unlocking this other part of my body, other part of my brain. Like I felt like a different human entirely. And so we went deep into this rabbit hole, not of just eliminating gluten, but eliminating all sorts of uh, food substances that would cause inflammation. Inflammation was my big buzzword of last year. Like, how do I reduce this unseen thing inside of my body? What it, what I came to was like dairy and soy and gluten and sugar. Getting rid of all of these things had a magnificent effect on my ability to focus and my energy levels and just like my clarity of mind throughout the day. And so if you're struggling right now with ADHD or ADHD like symptoms and you're like, how do I get focused? How do I get out of my own way? Start with your nutrition. Start with eliminating those those substances that are linked to potentially, you know, if you're intolerant to them, that they are going to be leading to inflammation and to just grogginess in general, right? Try that before the medication, but if you get if you do that and you're still struggling, you know, try the medication. But this is again, this is a both and. Uh, do that in addition to creating the structures in your life that will allow you to be successful. So, that's my experience with with prescription medications. Hopefully, that's um, something that brings you a little bit of value. Maybe you took a nugget away from this um, that you can apply into your own life and. That's my hope. That's my dream. For that's the reason why we do this podcast is just to share some of the learnings and uh, the lessons that we've uh, collected over the years of uh, attending the school of hard knocks, and hopefully you don't get knocked around quite as hard. So, uh, as always, guys and gals, I appreciate you being here. We'll catch you back around these parts tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper focused, my friend. Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the show.